0: Alright, so part two. Take take two, take two I guess. Take two. You okay. Know. So <laughs> sequels that are better than the original.
1: Um uh Lord of the Rings, the third one, um, Star Wars. We talked about that earlier. Star Wars, the the, the fifth
0: one. <laughs> Empire <laughs> right. Strikes Back. There we go. Although I really like The Last Jedi. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, mm, I don't know. You still can't... I don't
0: think it's better than any of the originals, but... Yeah, you... It's definitely the best one since The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Okay. Okay, I can... I can, mm, Yeah, okay. See, now I'm gonna have to watch them because <laughs> now Listen, I'm like... Mm.
0: I have no love for your Christian Hadenson prequels.
1: Okay, you know what? Just saying. Yeah.
0: Um. <clears throat> okay. Those are good ones. I think... I have to go back and watch. I think Back to the Future 2 is better than Back to the Future. I agree. One. That's the one where he goes like into the future and he's got the hoverboard. That's mm-hmm. not in the first one, is it?
1: I don't think so. See, now I'm going to have to watch it too. I don't, I don't think so, though.
0: I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Let's see. I like, I don't know. Disney sequels are like notoriously bad.
1: I can't think of any, honestly.
0: Aladdin and the King of Thieves wasn't bad, but it wasn't better than the first one.
1: No, Aladdin. absolutely not.
0: Return of Jafar was terrible. Absolutely. You remember
1: King absolutely. of Thieves? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> right. Speaking of. No. What?
1: Absolutely not. Listen. What?
0: Step in the Name of Love, the remix, is definitely better than the original Step in the Name of Love.
1: And on that, we're just going to go ahead and get into this <laughs> why are you bringing him all up into this
0: (laughs) I mean listen we do our podcast in the name of love he was trying to step in the name of love
1: you know what we're not going to try to talk about what he was trying to step in the name of stop (laughs) moving on so we said all that to say that this is going to be uh, a sequel to our communication podcast
0: yeah 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 so this is this is kind of like a maybe not a remix yeah a sequel to last week's conversation. Because, you know, last week we were talking about communication and, you know, how to express your feelings and thoughts the right way, effectively, right? Um, even with all of those exercises and, you know, trying to do, take your take your deep breaths before you talk and stuff, eventually you're going to uncover something that you don't like about the other person, mm-hmm. right? And so this week is us trying to attack, how do you deal with that, right? Yep. Um I don't know. Why did you feel like this was the the best step after last week?
1: So honestly, after we did communication, mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, where are we going to go now? Mm-hmm. Um, because I felt like communication, you can get so deep into it. It can kind of turn into a rabbit hole. And so I was like, I don't want to just leave it there because there's so much that we can uncover and talk about. Right. Um, and then we got a question. Um, and so I was like after that conversation it really got my wheels turning like you know what there is more that we can talk about right so we were kind of talking we were in the car this was the day after the conversation we had Mm -hmm. and we were talking about okay where should we go next and so I was saying let's do communication part two right and um, Brandon brought up brought up great points well that was basically like this is not really what you're talking about or what you're saying we should talk more about isn't necessarily communication but maybe conflict resolution and so then I was like that's perfect like let's do that that's absolutely perfect especially coming out of communication I think it's a great transition
0: yeah yeah definitely when it comes to conflict resolution or communicating through conflict one of the questions that comes to mind for me is You know, what happens when you start communicating and things get real? Like, Mm. you know, when it goes from, okay, I think we should do this. You think we should do that? To, okay, here are some real differences in how we see the world, how we view things. Like, what do you do in those situations?
1: So are you talking about where are we going to eat? Or are you talking about... um... I don't like that group of friends or, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, It could be
1: anything, but, you know.
0: I guess that's true. I guess we'll start at the most basic level. Right? Sure. I guess there are, there, there's levels to this, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, like that. I like the first example, right? Where are we going to eat, mm-hmm. right? Where are we going to eat can just be, you know, I want Ruby Tuesday and you want McDonald's. It will most likely be the other way around, but.
1: Okay, I see you.
0: I'm just saying <laughs> it could be yeah. that, right? So on the most basic level, like these are the situations where you can compromise. Yeah. Right? And so these are the tricky ones mm-hmm. because these are the situations that may not necessarily reveal your conflicts unless you allow them to, mm-hmm. right? And I guess we should kind of start off with the fact that conflict is not necessarily a bad thing. hmm You know, because the way I feel is the the sooner we can expose what our conflicts are, the quicker we can get over them, and that makes us a stronger couple. Right, right, because we know our likes and dislikes, we know the other person's nature. But I guess I won't jump ahead. Um, So, on the the basic level, how are we solving? What are we going to eat tonight?
1: So normally, (laughs) are (laughs) you asking like how we, you and I, or how you should,
0: Uh, or well, let's do both.
1: I mean, I mean, I made it sound like it's so different. But I mean, it's really not. I mean, nowadays, um, Brandon is super easygoing. I can be at times.
0: <laughs> uh, which times?
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> you know what? But no, um, Brandon is super easygoing. So when we're talking about trying to pick somewhere to eat, um, he's usually, unless he has something on his mind already, he's like, I'll find something wherever we go. So mm-hmm. I usually get first pick. I mean, and that's like 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, and I'm sure some wives are listening like, man, I wish I'm very spoiled in that regard. Um, I get basically wherever I want to go, <laughs> unless it's like, um, which is few and far between where he wants like just a smoothie for dinner or <sighs> he's like, I want a burger or whatever. Um, so the way that we do it is he'll say, babe, where do you want to go? And, or what do you want for dinner? If we have something at home, um, that's harder. I feel like that's very different. I'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Let's just say if we're going out to eat, okay. um, he'll say, Baby, where do you want to go? And I'll say, Oh, which I have never said, but where is as an example, I'll say, let's go to IHOP or something. And one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to say, he's going to stop. And I can tell he's thinking like, what is that IHOP that I want as well? Right. And so then he'll say, okay, cool. Or he'll be like, mm, I'm not sure if I'm in the mood and he's never mean about it. He'll just say, I'm not sure if I'm in the mood for pancakes or for breakfast food. And so then I'll say, okay, what are you in the mood for? And this is where for us, it can get kind of tricky because sometimes he'll come back and say, I don't know, but I'm just not in the mood for breakfast food. And so then I have a choice to make, which I have made the the wrong choice a few times, where I get very frustrated and I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know. You just say you don't want breakfast food. (laughs) So clearly you have something other than breakfast food in mind, but now you're saying you don't want that. But I know what you guys are thinking, which I have since learned. Sometimes you can't, you know, once you hear it, okay, no, I don't want that, but you're not really sure like what you do want in that second. So you need some more time to think. So I've learned to give him some time to think, um, or I'll just say, let's just run by this place or we, what we do is, um, which has worked out well, we'll say, let's go over to, as an example, what's that Nightdale shopping center place or whatever? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we'll go near somewhere that has a bunch of restaurants, right? Like basically some main roads mm-hmm. and we'll say, let's go over in this general area. Like, let's so we can both there. see what's there. And usually right. that'll help it. We'll both see something and, 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 Basically talk it out and say, I want this or I don't want this. And then figure it out
0: from there. And that's usually the compromise, right? Like we're going to go to an area that has a bunch of restaurants, right? So instead Mm -hmm. of us deciding on one restaurant to go to, you can go to the pizza spot. I can go to the burger joint and it's all close. We'll get our food, we'll get in the car, we'll go home and eat it all. You know,
1: I think a good point to make is what if you have a family? Because I mean, quite often, and most of you know, um, our baby um, she's eight, but I'm like, what if, if we have her with us, it's just a lot to try to do that. Especially if it's during a time where we're supposed to be doing dinner as a family, mm-hmm. you don't want to be wasting your time running around everywhere. So what do we do in those
0: situations? Uh, uh we'll usually we'll just pick one. Yeah. Right. I like, all right. I don't want pizza again, but going to the pizza spot and ordering the Philly cheesesteak is easier than going to the pizza spot and the burger spot. Exactly. So, you know, that's where it helps for at least one person to be flexible.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. But what if it's not just like, okay, I want this and you want that. What if it's like, I'm opposed to the idea of this, right? Like, what if, what if you want pizza and I don't believe in pizza? Like, what if I'm like, no, we should only be eating at places that have vegetables and stuff like that. Hmm.
1: Um, well somebody's getting left at home, but um I don't know <laughs> whoever leaves first, no skeet. <laughs> um honestly, I'm trying to think if we've ever had um it really comes down to honestly exercising that love that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. It because you know when things are good and we're not saying that you're not loving in those times, but you know we read in first corinthians what love is right and so uh you i mean the first part is love is patient and kind so it's those situations where you have to exercise it and just say this is not really something that i want Mm. and there will not always be a compromise right there won't like there will be times where you'll be like I had vegetables tonight and that's not what I wanted, but she's a vegetarian and was tired of us going to the spots that had meat and vegetables. And she didn't want to smell that. And I don't know anybody that goes through that. I'm just using it as a random example. Right. Um, and so we ended up going to this place that literally is just like vegetarian slash vegan. Um, and you're going to have to put on your happy face love her with the love of the Lord, just get over it because I promise you, like, especially if you're married or getting to that point, um, you're going to have this situation come up again. Even if it's 20 years from that moment, Mm -hmm. it's going to come up again, but on the flip side, so it's going to be you, you're going to want to do something and she's going to be faced with, am I going to go kicking and screaming or am I going to love him with the love of the Lord, put on my smiley face and enjoy this time with my husband, my boyfriend, whatever, you know, Um, so you can't, I mean, that's really the biggest thing. That's something that I've learned. I'm not perfect at it, but I try to remind myself in those moments, like it's going to come down and you're going to need this same love that you're supposed to be giving him right now. Mm -hmm. So act right, basically.
0: (laughs) Right. So, um, I want to get off the food example. Sure. Cause I think it's easy to make that like a trivial thing. Yeah. Right. But I think the essence of this conversation is what happens when, as we're talking, something ugly is uncovered,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Something that
0: we may not necessarily want to deal with, but we're going to have to if we're going to continue to be in this relationship in a loving way. Right. Gosh, that face.
1: No, I was just thinking that's a deep question. When you say something, because you already know where my mind is going after everything that we have been through together. Uh Um. What do you mean by ugly? You mean like, I mean, a conflict arises and you find out like, okay, these are your tendencies or this is your, do you mean that? Or you mean...
0: Not even necessarily tendencies, Uh right? So I was on, I was on Twitter earlier and there was a clip from a wife swap going around. Mm -hmm. And so, which I didn't even know they still did wife swap, but apparently they've got new episodes and it was like, um... This lady, right? Um, they were opposite races. They were swapping wives, right? So, um, anyway, this lady, um, gosh, what happened? So, the man expected the woman to uh, cook. he said he literally said like be in the kitchen five hours a day, and and then he said um, he was talking about like how why she should be wearing makeup. And she just happened to be, be wearing makeup. This is the same
1: lady that's in the kitchen for five
0: hours? So, right. So.
1: I'm sorry. Listen, I know all the women are like, wait, so you want me to beat my face for an hour and be in the kitchen for five hours? We're up to six hours at this point.
0: So, that's such a weird way to say put makeup on. But anyway,
1: um, but they know what I'm talking about.
0: I got you. So. You want me to do
1: all that and be in the kitchen for five whole hours?
0: R- I mean, I, I, I certainly Ugh, agree. It's unreasonable, but the woman, you know, was going into the little weekly swap thing with a full-time job and all that. He didn't believe that women should like work. Mm. Right. And he was like, well, she should be in the kitchen. She's like, well, I don't cook. And oh no, he was like, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to have your makeup done. Like, so you look good when I get oh, no, home. Wait. And she was like, well, I don't. <laughs> wear makeup like i have makeup on right now but i don't usually wear makeup Uh uh-huh right so i guess that's what i'm saying like Mm. what happens when what i want i can't have with you at the same time all the
1: time Ooh, that's a good one okay um (laughs) that is a good one so i guess yeah okay so my example would be when brandon and i got together i I like and this wasn't something that I really realized until Brandon and I got together. Mm -hmm. I love like when he wears like dress up clothes and it doesn't have to be like super dressed up but I like like a button up um, like Mm -hmm. some slacks or something. Uh I mean he can wear sneakers with the slack but they have the sneakers that look sort of dressy so I'm cool with that too like it looks really nice Uh but any of you guys that know Brandon knows he is in like a hoodie a t-shirt some jeans maybe some slacks and sneakers like 110 10% of the time which is 100% fine with me now that I've grown up Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go into like what I mean by that but um so I was going into the relationship looking at it like if you don't dress up when it's time to go to church something is wrong with you um and you guys correct me if i'm wrong um probably not wrong but could be Mm. (laughs) that's one of my favorite sayings probably not but could be i don't remember it being said anywhere in the word that like if you don't dress up when you go to church on sunday you get less jesus than everybody else but that was kind of the way that i was looking at it like we have to be uniform we're a family so you need to look exactly like me you need to match my fly. Like Mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're not in slacks while I'm in my dress, we're not a couple. We're not valid. We're not, you know what I mean? Like, how can we be? That's not right. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah. That was definitely a thing like, oh, you got to match my fly. Yeah. Right. But it was, I kind of had the same thing on my side Yeah. (laughs) where I remember when we first got together, like I would just like buy you sneakers.
1: Oh, man, y'all. So many sneakers. And I remember thinking at one point, like, and I thought it was so cool because I was like, oh, these sneakers. And then it dawned on me, I have to wear them.
0: (laughs) Right. And I was like, Why I don't wear sneakers. Well, what's funny is, like, I just assumed you didn't wear sneakers because you didn't have sneakers. It wasn't even a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm trying to dress her up. Right. It was like, oh, these are cool. Let me get these for her. Gotcha, yeah. And it, like, it took a while for it to come out. (laughs) Like, yo, like. I don't, yeah, like, I don't sneakers. like sneakers. Yeah. I don't even necessarily like you in sneakers. <laughs> like,
1: that sounds so harsh.
0: Why, why, I'm just saying that was, that was a thing. It was. Right. But, again, the conflict was, as much as she likes, like, you know, and it's based on your experiences. You like mm-hmm. um, the, the whole dressed up thing, right? Yeah. And over time, for whatever reason, I've just become opposed to the idea of dressing up. Really for any reason. Like, yeah. and it's mostly because dress clothes are uncomfortable. Like, they're not practical clothes. Like, you can't be dressed up and do anything useful. Like, if I got to get something out of the car, like, I got to take off this suit jacket, but then I'm going to mess up the shirt. Right? Like, uh dress shoes, specifically, super uncomfortable.
1: So, I've heard that it depends, uh, um like, on what you're getting on both sides. Like, females... Mm and males like you can do business casual Uh, and it be comfortable but you have to especially when it comes to shoes mm -hmm. um, because he was pointing out some some of the guys at church like they wear certain shoes I'm not even going to say what they're called because I have no idea but they look dressy like with what they wear they'll wear a button up and slacks with those shoes and it's like They're not sneakers, but they're not dress shoes. I know y'all are probably like, yeah, the whatever. I don't know what they're called. But anyway, they look nice. So I think it really just depends. I'm not saying that you still won't be uncomfortable. But I think it depends on what you're getting. Because I've heard some guys say like, oh, man, I love to dress up. And I'm like, really? Because all I've ever heard is that it's uncomfortable. But I'm thinking maybe they're just picking different things.
0: Well, this is the thing, right? Like if you're going to dress up, you have to do it right. Mm -hmm. So you can certainly be comfortable (laughs) And dressed up yeah but it's gonna cost you yeah right it's like you can be comfortable you can look good or you can save money and you can only pick two of those things right like that's basically where it goes on the dress clothes arena right like i like ties are just not comfortable ever right you can get comfortable dress shoes but they're gonna act more like sneakers but they're gonna cost you a lot mm-hmm. right so there's there's a lot of give and take Gotcha. Um, but you know I'm also just kind of like over the whole like because what if my thing is what if you can't afford to look nice quote unquote nice right Right? and there's this whole thing where it's like how we, you have to dress a certain way to be accepted in certain circles right like I specifically hate it in church right what if the guy that comes in couldn't afford a suit like does he deserve jesus less right right and so as i've you know grown up or matured or whatever i've kind of made it a point to like dress how i dress and like okay you can accept me in this space or not but i'm comfortable in my skin that's kind of how i feel about it right which we need to have this whole conversation but (laughs) so what happens when okay i'm not going to be wearing dress clothes but you still like dress clothes right then what
1: i think there still needs to be compromise Um, and we've done this Mm -hmm. because while like you said it's not super comfortable church is how long well depending on where you go to church right (laughs) (laughs) anyway but church for us is not super long so it could be a thing where it's like you know what i'll It'll be a special treat once a month. I'll dress up for her. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Right. Um, And so I think that, I think that is a good compromise. Right. Now, I think when you, and Lord, don't nobody shoot me, but I think when you get into the I'm not going to compromise at all for that specific example, I'm not talking about you because we've already talked about, you know, and we're good. But like if you're a person where it's like, I'm absolutely, not gonna wear slacks for her or I'm absolutely not gonna wear a dress for him or whatever ever because this is just how eh, that can be I don't know if that's super productive because if it's just like you know I really like it and nobody's saying that you're ugly without it but when you're in a relationship specifically we're not talking about any other situation but you're in a marriage Mm -hmm. and the person's like oh babe put this on I think you would look so nice and you're like Shut up. I don't like that. You don't know wear that. Like, that's... Uh. Right,
0: right. And I think, like, if you're in a loving relationship, you want to see that other person happy. Yeah. Right? So I want you to be excited about me. Right. right. So every now and then, I'm going to put on the dress clothes, right? And we yeah. have, like I said, there, like you said, there's compromise, right? Yeah. I don't have to be in a three-piece suit for you to be like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: I mean, okay. let me just say, though, I am not I'm not saying a suit. Right. I I don't. So the look that I like on Brandon is a button up slacks and if he wears like a nice jacket not necessarily like a suit jacket Uh, but just a jacket that fits his personality he knows i'm talking about uh, um i love his hair that's so random but i love his hair (laughs) and like what he does his hair he has like an afro whatever but i like it um with anything obviously and um even when he wears sneakers like with a button up and slacks like if the sneakers look like they go with it, you know what I mean. Right. But that's the look that I like. Like that's as dressy. Like other than that, maybe some nicer shoes. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't mean nicer because those shoes are expensive. But I just mean I know what you mean. I'm saying your sneakers like are shoes. I'm not saying your sneakers are not, huh?
0: Like you mean like dressier shoes? What you're saying?
1: Right. Some right. that look dressier. I want them to still be comfortable. But yeah, so I'm not a three piece suit type girl. I am not a. Suit jacket with the but I'm not a pinstripe suit with the handkerchief and all that, absolutely not,
0: right? Right, <laughs> I'm not, but yeah, so I mean, I'm willing to <laughs> quote unquote dress up for yeah. date night, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think the last time I actually dressed up, twice I can remember our wedding and a funeral that I went
1: that to. That is horrible.
0: That was the last two times I wore suits.
1: You gotta do at least one more time. <laughs> I'm just playing.
0: <laughs> um, every now and then, there's a job interview.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I make it my business to not have to interview anywhere. So.
1: Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible.
0: I, I'm just saying
1: that sounds horrible.
0: If I have a job, I like to keep my job. I shouldn't be interviewing that often, right?
1: I mean, it it depends. That's a whole other thing.
0: That's true. It so, but yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's one way that you can resolve conflicts is compromise, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I like this, you like that. Okay, well, every now and then, let's show each other, let's do something that each other likes, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, on the flip side of your dressing up thing, right? When it was earlier on in the relationship, you would, like, always wear dresses. Mm-hmm. And at one point, it would... <laughs> yes,
1: I'm sorry, the way you said
0: that. Well, <laughs> no, like, because you still wear dresses, right? I do. But you... um, I remember it would make me uncomfortable earlier on because we would go places and I would feel like we didn't match. Like we didn't go together. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, gosh, now she's all like, now I feel underdressed for this situation. Right. (laughs) It is like, like, I'm like in
1: a ball gown. Not really, but not a
0: ball gown, (laughs) but you will wear like these really like dressy dresses that I don't know. I don't know where you even got this endless supply of like dresses, (laughs) but
1: that I still have. It's crazy.
0: Right. So, but for me, I'm wearing like, even on my best day, it's like a polo and some khakis and that's not dressy enough for these dresses. Right. So it was like okay, <laughs> we have to have a conversation like right. what what you're gonna have to dress down at some points, right? Yeah. Just like I'm gonna have to dress up to yeah. meet your standard or, or yep. not standard, but to, to meet, meet my your, standard, that's right. To <laughs> meet your level of dress. <laughs> to meet my any... lot. Right. So now you have dresses that can be dressed down. Yeah. Right? Now instead of wearing like well, you never wear heels like that, but you wear like these like really nice I tried flats. to that one
1: time, y'all, and I almost fell in my face, never again, right. those heels are right there in my closet,
0: right, right, <laughs> But I mean, so you I mean, but you wear like flats and stuff, yeah, um, but now you have like the little flat bottom sneakers, so you'll wear mm-hmm. those sometimes, yeah, so it's like now we look like we belong together, right, you know what I'm saying, so it's like that those are those that's like an easier way Mm -hmm. to resolve conflict okay it's like give and take right but what happens when there's a situation you can't really compromise in Mm, it's like in order for me to get what i want you're going to have to get something you don't want and you have to live with it
1: so i guess we can go into um i don't know the the church thing is mm. my biggest example or that. I mean, that's a <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a heavy one. But I mean, look, I don't mind if you don't mind.
0: No, nah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's definitely a good example, right? Yeah. So we were in a time in our lives where it was like, okay, something's missing.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think it's important to say that um, because we don't want to communicate at all that where we were, like the church that we were in at the time was just like terrible. Right. But we were going through some things that um, just required a special expertise that maybe at that time just, um, I don't know how you say that.
0: but I, th- <laughs> I think it was just that the, the season we were going into was going to require some focus,
1: mm-hmm. like in some
0: real work. Yeah. And where we were, <clears throat> just wasn't equipped to handle that real work at the time
1: yeah at the time
0: you know, um so yeah, so we had to make this decision, like to switch churches, mm-hmm. and I remember when that conversation first came up, I was just like,
1: right,
0: absolutely not right, right, like the the church we were going to was a church that I grew up in, mm-hmm. like my parents <laughs> got married in that church, most of my childhood memories are attached to that church, right and then the pastor at the time was basically like my like my a second dad to me so it was like that church to me represented family and like safety mm-hmm. and um you know we can but going into our marriage you know i i come from a single parent home right so my concept of family is kind of skewed anyway right but i remember back then viewing it as kind of like a you versus me thing Mm -hmm. right and so it was like leaving the church would have been like giving up my last bit of self right and but on the other side of that it was like okay but if we're going to grow together we're gonna have to make a move Mm -hmm. right and (laughs) I remember that being difficult for me right so I don't know that we really set out to resolve the conflict. I think we tried to avoid it for a while. Yes. Like, the conversation would come up. It would become clear that we were on opposite sides of the spectrum. And we'd just be like, all right, we'll just leave it alone until later. And, like, eventually, what happened? How do we...
1: So, I think, and this was a... And you let me know, because... Y'all we just this is real love, so we get real. Right. But <laughs> but I mean you just let me know like if you wanna go there or not. But so a family member suggested a certain do you wanna
0: Oh yeah yeah, yeah. we okay, can get into that. Cool.
1: So my parents were going to that church. The church that we're in now, they were going there. And um they I don't think I don't think they knew about what we were experiencing or anything. I don't think. nah I don't think so. <clears throat> so, but they just suggested it um based on like what they had seen. I think they had been there for like a year. Uh-huh. And they were like this is a good place. I really think you guys would enjoy it. Da da da. Right. Um and that was after we had kind of mentioned to them before briefly, I think.
0: That we, that we were thinking switching. about it. Yeah. We, were,
1: we just told him that we were considering. We didn't say we were actually... Because that was when we were in the thick of it. And so he right. was like, we ain't moving. Right. But I think he was trying to be polite. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because it's my parents and everything. Mm-hmm. But so we were both just kind of like, yeah, we're thinking about it or whatever. And so they're like, well, you should visit, you know, see what you like or see how you feel or whatever. Right. And so we just left it at that. And my parents never said anything else after that. Right. Um, and we just, we visited... Um one time and I think that was the time that we went was the first time the time we went over to um the I don't know if we say their names. But anyway, we went to a family's house <laughs> to have dinner. Was that the first time?
0: Uh I don't think so.
1: That may not have been the first time. It, but was, it was it was a not- it-
0: Hit like because we basically started visiting, yeah. So we went one time, yeah. and It was just like we kind of left it at that, right? And it was like, okay, I like this about it, I like this about it, but not enough to switch, right? right.
1: Yeah,
0: and then, um, basically we just kind of kept going back, mm-hmm. not week after week, but it was no. like, okay, one month we tried it out, right? We go back again the next month, right? It might have taken us like four or five months to really to
1: really commit decide to make definitely yeah so it's funny because when people at the church now ask us how long have you guys been here and i really can't remember because i'm like well we technically like they saw us for a while over several not several but a few months right but it took us a little bit to commit but for me um and i don't know i guess it's more important not more important but i want you to really go into like What changed for you?
0: Right. So this is the thing about like conflicts, right? Sometimes conflicts are born out of I'm this person and you're that person, right? Like with the dress clothes versus not dress clothes. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a dress clothes type of person, right? But other times conflicts are born out of stubbornness, right? And that's what was going on in that the church situation, right? It was like, Either I'm going to get my way or you're going to get your way. There's really no way around that.
1: Right.
0: Now, in that situation, I believe you were right. Well, obviously, right? That's why we, we switched. But I
1: mean, I don't like to say it that way, but well, you know, yeah, well, it's, it's not about who's right and who's wrong necessarily. Right. But I understand what you're saying, though.
0: I just mean that, like, you know, the idea that we needed a change was correct. That was yeah. the right call. Yeah. Right. But when you're in one of those situations where it's like. Their stubbornness, or maybe you're just, you're both really passionate about it, Mm -hmm. right? We've still got situations where we're still very passionately on one side or the other. Oh, yeah, we definitely do. Right? So we've just (laughs) resolved to just, we'll keep working through those over time. Right, right. And that's really the takeaway from this situation. It was like, you kind of have to just, sometimes you're going to have to let it stew. Mm -hmm. Right. Like as much as we resolve not to go to bed angry at each other and upset, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that every night we're going to agree on every single thing.
1: Exactly. I think that's a very important point to make. Because the way that I was looking at it, and maybe you guys are just like, "Well, duh." But for those that don't know, like we didn't. Mm. Um, when I thought about it, when I heard people say, "Don't go to bed angry," I thought that mean that meant, excuse me, that we were that we're resolving the situation before we go to bed, or we're like we're on the same page, like we agree on something, right? Um, and some nights all we agreed on was, "I love you," we're gonna stay together, and <laughs> we don't agree on the same things. Good night. <laughs> like right. we weren't angry. But we were just like, and we, I can say that with confidence, we weren't angry with each other, right? but it was just hard Mm -hmm. um, because like you said, you like grew up in that church and I don't, I mean, we went to a church and no, see, I don't have that. Like, I don't have the, I grew up in this church from when I was a baby, right? like, and now I am grown and married. I don't have a church Mm -hmm. that I can say, like I have, I have one church that I can think of where I was there. For long enough to say like, this is my quote unquote home church. Right. But is it really like we moved so much because of my dad's job. So, and I'm mentioning that because it's important. I feel like that's why it was easier for me to move. I mean, I was in now not counting elementary school. I want to say I moved every single year, like every grade. Right. Um, I moved to a different school. mm." I mean it was a lot and i think it was great that it happened to me Uh um and i think it's great because of how i am now i'm typically good with change like we can Mm. change today we can change tomorrow the day after that and i'm good because i'm used to it
0: right and see i'm very much built off routine Mm -hmm. right like even like i can be spontaneous or like i can crave new adventures but there's definitely like structure about the things i do I wake up around the same time every day. I eat the same things at restaurants like mm-hmm. you know like that. I can definitely be like stuck in routine. Yeah. And and again, there were many areas of my life that had kind of become chaotic, but the church we were going to was like one constant. Right. And I wasn't willing to give up that constant. And, you know.
1: Right, and I think I think you kind of we talked about it earlier, but That's really one of the keys to conflict resolution, Mm -hmm. because like you were saying, those things come up, right? And you realize, okay, why is this person so bent on doing this thing? Right, and it's important to get to the who are you part exactly because once you understand like once you really and that comes from love because again when you're in that conflict resolution stage Uh you're more often than not just trying to be heard you're just like just shut up and do what i want to do but once you really just sit back and say let me walk this out in love and say okay brandon why are you so why does it hurt you so much or why does it seemingly hurt you so much to leave? Mm. Because I brought up I brought up this point and that point, And I really think that spiritually this is what we need and we need to find it elsewhere and then allow that person to hopefully trust you with their feelings. Now, depending on how you've reacted before, they may not. So right. you will have to. There's a whole nother thing you'll have to work through. Right. But then they'll express like this is how I feel. And this is why. And then you can have your aha moment. Like this is why it's so hard for us to make this decision and hopefully hold their hand through it. Like, and not be a bear.
0: Right. And that is why effective communication, like, I don't think you can have conflict resolution without effective communication. No, because really the reason that person is acting out towards you, quote unquote, is there's some sort of underlying thing. Yeah. Right. For, for me, it was the stability or, you know, the fam- family sense mm-hmm. that came with the church. Right. Right. Not necessarily like I just have to be at this church. Right. Right. So, but the conversations that we would have, I'd get defensive, mm-hmm. like, or I might shut down. Yeah. Right. And for you, it's just like, okay, what is it? Right. And it's so important for us not to be like, I want this result. You want that result. Right. And like you said, get to, okay, who are you and who am I? Mm -hmm. Right. If this is you, I understand why this decision may be hard for you. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about it this way? Mm -hmm. Right. And now I guess we could also talk about, which I don't know. I don't want to make this too long, but there in, in conflict resolution, obviously there's a, there's a spectrum, right? There's my side and your side, you know, Hopefully, we can meet in the middle sometime so we're both happy. But either way, one of us has to get closer to the other person's side. Mm-hmm. Right? How much is too much compromise?
1: What do you mean, how much is too much?
0: Like, if I'm always changing to your side,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what can be the downfall of that?
1: That can... that. <laughs> that can make the other person feel like I'm always accommodating you. You're never doing anything for me. Ooh. Um, but you know, Hmm. We we might have to go there. Okay. But depending on what it is, and this is not all the time, Mm -hmm. but depending on what it is, it could be that you guys are not where you need to be when you come into the relationship. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense this is not all situations right conflict resolution does not just cover one subject Mm -hmm. that's it is a lot of things you could be on different sides on right but there are some things especially when you're talking about um or if you're thinking about why do i feel like i have to change so much for this person or i have to whatever Mm -hmm. if you weren't doing your part before you got together and now all of a sudden you're like Now I need to make all these changes now that we're married. That is when it's going to be exaggerated and make you feel like, gosh, I'm always doing something for him. When maybe you were so broken before. Mm -hmm. And instead of adjusting that before you got married, now you're in the marriage. And this person seems like the goody two shoes. Which when really they're not, they're just where they were supposed to be, if that makes sense. Uh, but now you're having to come up to, I don't know, like that's something that we experienced, both of us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where
1: it was like, it was a lot of back and forth between you and I. And then at a, I don't know what point, but we realized, okay, all this is because we were not who we were supposed to be prior to saying i do and so now we're dealing and i'm not talking about like the regular you know stuff like like the regular okay i want to go to this church you want to go to that one or whatever i'm talking about like the underlying things right like that affect you lashing out about certain things Mm -hmm. could be because of certain brokenness or whatever
0: yeah i mean that i guess because of the example we've given it kind of touches on so many different points that we'll have to get into like later yeah but um there's a lot to be said about not wasting your singleness.
1: Oh, man. Look, that's going to be a podcast, too.
0: Right. But I mean, it's (laughs) like there's so much that should be done prior to the relationship. Yes. You know that if it's not dealt with, it's going to come out in this.
1: It is absolutely going to come out.
0: (laughs) So, you know, like she said, right, maybe the decision to leave a church isn't because I just love that church so much. Maybe it's because I'm broken and I'm unhealthy. I'm in an unhealthy way. I'm leaning on this church. Mm-hmm. Right. And some, some people are like, well, you can't lean on a church in an unhealthy way. Well, yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Right. You can mm-hmm. lean on the people in the church and not lean on the God of the church. Right. right. So that definitely was a thing, you know, and I think what for us, it was important. And I think really in all of this about resolving conflict. Mm-hmm. Right. It was. When we decided that, okay, God is our measuring stick, Yeah, you know, the Bible are is the set of principles we're going to build this on, yeah. you know, like if we can't find the answer between you and I, right. And sometimes if we can, right, we're going to ch- double check. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, what does this say about it?
1: Every time.
0: Right. So what, what does the Bible say about this? What should we be doing? All right, let's do that. Right. Now, because we agree that that's how we're going to run the relationship, conflict comes up a lot less often Mm -hmm. because it's easy for me to check myself, right? right? If I'm in my quiet time, I'm reading or whatever, right? I might be reading Proverbs and it's talking about like being lazy and I'm like, oh, snap, like I need to get back to work, right? (laughs) Like that's not a conversation between me and Ashley. That's a conversation between me and God, Mm -hmm. right? But- Ashley benefits from that
1: exactly so I don't have to be the nagging wife coming behind him every five seconds about taking out the trash or did you do your videos today or whatever he's doing his part because he's always connected to God in that way
0: right and so I guess we've played we've played the trump card like there we go Jesus put that that's the answer right (laughs) (laughs)
1: I mean, I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Nah, but I mean, for real though, like we were talking about not wasting your singleness and Mm -hmm. things that end up being uncovered in the relationship. That's where these, a lot of these conflicts come from. Yeah. Right. You didn't know when y'all were dating that, I don't know, he was a mama's boy. Right. Now you're married and he wants to spend all of his weekends at his mom's house running errands and watering plants or whatever right and you're like well no like why don't you want to spend time with me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right or you didn't know he was a workaholic right again why you're not spending time with me and he's like well i'm trying to i'm trying to do this work i I gotta gotta get this promotion at my job
1: and his experience may be i'm doing my job i'm doing over and above my job by taking care of you so why are Mm -hmm. you upset And We live together. So we spend all of our time together. So why are you upset? Those are different experiences. So then you would have to lovingly respond and say, well, what I'm used to and what I was expecting or what I would like is for us to have date night. I would like for us to have a set aside or a set aside time for us to go out and spend time uninterrupted with just each other, get to know each other better. And mm. we may do a podcast on that too, because date night is very important in continuing to build that relationship mm. and getting to know one another. Because, and I think you hit on this already, but um, really when when we're talking about conflict resolution, the more you know the person, I think it makes it a lot easier to get through or for to avoid even those things, because you kind of know, like how to diffuse even if you do get into the conflict resolution right you can diffuse it a little more easily Mm -hmm. because you know the person right but when you don't know the person and you're just saying this and doing that or whatever i've noticed that when we have situations where we're upset i know (laughs) i don't know if this is bad or good but sometimes i may say something knowing how you're going to react now that's not good obviously pray for me sounds manipulative it is and i'm praying through that it's not right (laughs) Right. (laughs) it's not right right um so transparent moment but um but yeah so you may be in that situation where you're like well yeah i know he gonna get upset or i know he gonna whatever or i know if i do this she'll do what i say that is not that is manipulative and that's not right
0: yeah and i can't remember what we were talking about earlier but i was thinking like man that could really you could use that against someone. You absolutely can. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, relationships definitely can are about compromise, but I feel like a lot of times, you know, you can use that to say you're supposed to be more like what I want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, well, my job isn't to be what you want. Like my job is to be what God wants me to be. Right. Right. And in that, God wants me to be your husband. So I'm going to be a loving husband. Right. Right. I'm going to provide for you i'm gonna help meet your needs emotionally and spiritually and all that right so but that doesn't mean i'm just gonna do everything you want me to do right that doesn't mean we're always gonna go to whatever restaurant you want to go to
1: right.
0: so on and so forth but I, that's, that's that can a whole be another other thing thing because when you were
1: saying that i was thinking about what the bible says about um husbands loving their wives mm-hmm. and so i've heard some men say like i'm supposed to to form you and all this to do, but, and I'm like, well, it's not so that you can be, so that she can be your maid. That's right. not because it talks about washing her in the word. Like, right. so this is not to glorify yourself. Right. Like this is all to bring glory back to Jesus. Right. So she is supposed to be however he has created her to be. Right. You get the benefit of being her husband and obviously she's your helper we're not saying that that's not true mm-hmm. and she submits to the god in you as you submit to the heavenly father or to our heavenly father but i mean this is not a control type thing on one side or the other right. the wife is not to control her husband and the husband is not to control his wife
0: yeah definitely
1: we've hit on so many different things and now i'm just like we're obviously going to talk about this after y'all and be like so where do we where are we going to go from here right yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so we were talking about <laughs> before we went off on that tangent, we were right. talking about why we shouldn't just be appeasing one another to avoid conflicts. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm always jumping to your side of the ship. Right. Eventually, that's going to lead to resentment. I want to feel like I'm always doing what you want to do. Yeah. I'm not being fulfilled. Now I need to go out and find fulfillment. Right. And in the worst situations, that fulfilling might come outside of marriage, yeah. outside of the word of God. Right. Yeah. And you can find yourself in all sorts of precarious situations because of it, all because you didn't want to have the hard conversation.
1: About and that comes back to communication. Right. Um, and trust. I know I keep saying that, but really, because we had situations like that. I mean, starting out, we were best friends before we got married, but we didn't really trust each other like with our deepest, darkest secrets. And so when you don't, you're not, you may not always feel comfortable like telling that person or expressing how you feel in that way. We're doing that now, but there may be people listening that are like, well, I don't know if I'm super comfortable, you know, unveiling myself to this person. How are they going to react? But that's what it's going to take. Right. Like you're going to have to, at some point, be honest and say, I feel like I'm always meeting your needs, which is fine, but I'm not sure if you're coming at least halfway or, you know, meeting mine and then talk through that. What Mm. we do is examples. And I know it can sound very like, oh, we're having a committee meeting, but... (laughs) Well, I'll say. Well, give me some examples, and not. Now we're not doing it with attitude, so I'm not. Well, give me some examples of how would I be doing it? Like, no. (laughs) First of all, the grammar. But anyway, would I be doing it? Right? Would I be (laughs) doing? Be quiet. But what you're gonna do is what we do is I'll say or he'll say. um, We do it to each other, so he'll say, "Give me some examples of what you're talking about," because first of all, the person that's that has been offended they remember 10 times more than the offender usually. So you're coming to the situation like, you don't remember the other day I said I wanted two scoops and you only gave me one scoop of ice cream and you put the ice cream back and I clearly said I wanted two scoops. Like, I don't remember what you're talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's good to remember those situations and not to hold on to that anger. Yeah. But but you want to do this quickly, Mm -hmm. okay? So what we do is um, if it's today that Brandon does something to offend me, now we do it really quickly. <laughs> It'll be 30 minutes later, maybe. And I'll be like, hey, um, when I just asked you to get the so-and-so, you like rolled your eyes, you huffed and puffed, went in your room, and then it was like three hours later and then you got it. Are you okay? Or were you busy? Or what happened? And I don't uh-huh. assume you're just being a jerk. Right. I'm like, maybe he was busy and he forgot. And so sometimes he'll just be like, I forgot. Or he'll be like, I just got home from work. You were barking about something and I'm like, you've been home for like all day. Like <laughs> could you not just get that yourself? You know, right. and so then I'll say, Well, Leia was sick and I haven't been feeling well, and so I'm sorry I didn't mean to pull on you right when you came in, but that's why I asked. So I apologize. And then he has more understanding. Um But yeah, it's just there are just so many but yeah, the trust part is really I think that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um yeah, just like, to bring that back. You got to really trust that person and you build that trust by communicating more. That's what you're going to have to do.
0: Definitely. I mean like conflict resolution is a lot easier once we've gotten and we've established the baseline. I'm here for you, you're here for me. Right. No matter what. Exactly. Right? Like, that's the beautiful thing about marriage, yes. right? When you're just dating, There's that other insecurity that, okay, this dude or this girl could just walk out tomorrow. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, in a marriage the way it's supposed to be, if we're following the vows, right? Yeah. Then I have that security in knowing, okay, she'll be here tomorrow. Right. Right? So, (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: She'll
0: be here tomorrow. But but if that's the case, right, we've established we love each other, we're here for each other, we're always Mm -hmm. going to be here and we're going to be constantly working with each other. To get better, right? Then it's easier for me to let my guard down and say, okay, well, this is who I am. This is what I have that's different from what you have, Mm -hmm. right? And the more we can uncover those things, the stronger we can become, right? We can learn that, okay, she's better at grocery shopping than I am. Right. We can establish how our household is going to run. We can establish how our children are going to be raised and who is going to do the disciplining and all so many different things. There are so many reasons why our differences should be celebrated. But that's not going to happen if we can't resolve simple conflicts, because that's where those things are going to be uncovered.
1: Exactly. I love that you touched on that because. Once you get past all the ugly stuff or what the enemy tries to bring up and say, see, you're too different. It's not going to work. They're not the one you should just leave. A divorce sounds great, doesn't it? Like all that. I mean, he's going to try it. I'm telling you right now. And you're going to have to fight together Mm -hmm. once you get past that point or even through that. You get to always remember, like, we are trying to build something together for the benefit of the kingdom of God. Mm. And so once we stop bickering and fighting, we can get with each other. We can get to, okay, you're better at this. It's almost like being on a cooking show. We have all these ingredients, you know, whatever, and one, and you got to put together your entree, your dessert. One person may be like, I've made apple pie a million times, Mm -hmm. but y'all are sitting there arguing over who's going to be on which side of the sink and all that other stuff. All the stuff that, like, really does not, like, come on. Once you get over that part, you can put the meal together Mm -hmm. because you can figure out, okay, this person's better at this. You're great at chopping, you're great at cleanup, you're great at dessert. Right. You're better with the meats. You know, stuff like that.
0: Right. You know what I just thought about? What? Uh, the Avengers.
1: <gasps> oh, we're going to go see the movie. I'm oh, we- <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: Right. So think about uh, Civil War. Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Right. Tony and Steve are like at odds. They're at odds. Stop. Right? I
1: know you're going to do it.
0: <laughs> but right. But they're they They're upset at each other for whatever reason, I think I don't know. we don't have this do the whole synopsis of the movie, right, but <laughs> either way, Iron Man and Captain America, knowing all of each other's strengths and weaknesses, are fighting each other mm-hmm. right, yeah, and at one point it it's leading to the destruction of the Avengers, right, and you know the reality is they can't save the world if they're fighting amongst each other, right. right. As soon as they come back together, right? Which when did they come back for Infinity War?
1: You know what they may have because remember he was saying like, "Oh, you've been uh, been away for a while." He was talking to somebody saying, Dude.
0: "Right, right, right." Yeah, I don't think it
1: was. Either they, way, we not because they away. wasn't
0: rocking with each other. They had to call each other up when Thanos came. So yes, okay, right. <laughs> Should have been together this is the such end of, yeah. a nerd conversation.
1: Sorry, we are
0: right. But <laughs> my point is, the Avengers fighting each other can't protect the world against all the threats that are coming against it. Right? <laughs> they're no longer doing mm, what, <laughs> they're <laughs> no longer doing what it was they were called to do. Right? Yeah. They were formed to protect the world from outside threats. They're not doing that because they're too busy fighting each other. Right. Right. Now, as soon as an outside threat does come, it just destroys them them out. Right. So now we got to wait for another movie to figure out how they're going to get themselves together.
1: Hopefully.
0: Right. Hopefully. Right. (laughs) Come back from the ashes. But that is exactly how things go in a marriage. Right. Like you two are together for a reason. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether God put you together or you put yourselves together, whatever you're here now. (laughs) Right. We
1: are in this moment together at right.
0: this point. <laughs> so it's like, no matter how it comes about, the goal of a marriage, you know, for some if you're people, a
1: believer, and right. that's really what we're talking about because we really can't, I really don't know how to give it, we don't know how to give advice outside of that. So we're specifically talking about, you know, if you're a believer.
0: Right. So the goal is, you know, for your marriage to reflect the kingdom of God. Right. Right. And to affect the world, mm-hmm. you know, like society should be made better because we have good relationships with each other.
1: Amen. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Like we're pooling our resources, right? Like marriage, even in the most secular of constructs, right? It's a contract. You're pooling your resources. Okay. We can, we can buy property together, all these things. It makes it easier for us to facilitate change in the world. Right. Right. If that's what a marriage is, then if we're at odds, it can't be that. Exactly. You know, yeah. so we got to get back to the essence. We got to mm-hmm. resolve some of these differences because, and that's what I was getting to, right? Tony and, uh, Tony and Captain America, they can go out and fight the world because they know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. They know where they need to back each other up Yeah. and they know where they can, like there's, there's times where Tony will throw Captain America's shield Because he knows Captain America can catch it from way over there. Right. Right. That's what we need to be doing. Right. The only way, sometimes the only way we get to know those differences and those weaknesses is by fighting each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Trying to exploit the weaknesses. But hopefully we uncover those things in a productive way so that when it comes back around, we remember, oh, wait, no, she's good at spreadsheets because we were fighting over the budget and she knew every little number. Mm -hmm. Right. Like now we can use that to attack this student loan debt that we have, right? Like we can, (laughs) we can use our differences in a productive way, Yeah. but you can't do that. If you can't keep a cool head and really effectively communicate through those differences and learn how to use them to your advantage.
1: Yes. And the last point I will make to piggyback off what you said Uh um, is just, that's all the enemy is trying to do in those moments. He is trying to keep you so distracted that you don't see the strength of your partner. Right that's all it is Mm -hmm. because remember he's against whatever the kingdom of God is trying to do. Like whatever's happening in the kingdom. He's like, I don't want that to happen. So when he sees the two of y'all come together and God bless it, like he's just like, Oh, absolutely not. So he's doing everything that he can to separate that because there's power in that relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing to always remind yourself of. Let me see the great, let me see the good in my partner so that we can go out and dominate
0: right <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
1: what was it the move it was the move that i that, just did <laughs>
0: yeah that was good so i was wondering how we were going to resolve this conversation i think it's resolved i do all right yeah so uh well thank you guys for listening yes Thank um you. we didn't shout out our sponsors that's okay they'll put it we'll put them in the in the show notes and whatnot
1: All right, guys. So don't forget to leave a five star rating and review on iTunes. You can follow us on social media at Real Love Podcast. And you can like, share, comment and subscribe. We are on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook to browse past episodes. You can go to Real Love Podcast dot com. Thanks. Love you.
0: Peace out.